I'm gonna do it. Episode 26. It's episode 26. TNC the premix. It will get you your fix. Ah, I rhymed fix with fix. Damn it, I lost it. Yeah. Episode 26, folks. TNC the premix. I'm T, and that's C. You can't see this video, but I'm pointing at him. Hello. Uh, <laughs> hello. Thanks, C. Hello. <laughs> Why, hello. Very special episode. Uh, yeah, we are TNC the Premix back for episode 26 as Tyler Monster mashed us in. Um, episode 26 brought to you again by our good friends at Waterfront Docking LLC. Um, you've heard their name before if, if you've uh, listened to the, the cast. And uh, if you uh, have any properties on any lakes uh, around Lake Madison or the surrounding lakes, or if you know somebody that does, um, you need help with any dock installation, removal, sales, uh, if you need a quote uh, for any parts and pieces or, or to... Uh, I guess inquire about any of their services, you can always reach Jim Laban at 605-270-9426. And you can also find them on the Facebook, uh, find their page Waterfront Docking LLC or search at Waterfront Docking. Um, You know what's cool about that ad read is I now have Jim Laban's number memorized. He's always just been James Lebon on my phone, but now I have it memorized. So when I eventually get arrested, I can call him. See, I actually, no disrespect to Jim. I just, I don't, I, I, I don't have it memorized. I should have it memorized. Maybe just it's because reading it. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's because I'm reading it. You get to hear it, but I'm not like hearing myself. I'm just saying, I don't know. <laughs> episode 26. But yeah. Um, these episodes. But yeah. Uh, like we said, um, they service uh, based out of Madison, South Dakota, so Lake Madison and the surrounding lakes. If you need help with with any of those things, dock installation, removal, boat lift, jet ski lift, any of that type of uh, services for your water uh, activities, um, to, I should say to support your water activities, um, give Jim a call, 605-270-9426. And uh, with that, let's get into it. Let's boogie.
How's it going, Cody? Um, I have some breaking news. Do the breaking oh, news sound. Do, 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 do. Breaking news. Guy Ramsey Ferry is in town, a.k.a. Guy Fieri. Fieri. Guess who had that first on his pre, pre-show ah! notes? My boy Guy Fieri's in town. Yes. <laughs> I love him. Bang. Oh, no, that's Emerald. Emerald. <laughs> uh, what does he do? Uh, uh, he just exists. Ed Hardy Every, shirt. Yeah. I was like, spike yellow, spike blonde hair, backwards sunglasses, <laughs> cool as hell. Does he say mmm a bunch when he eats? I don't know. He, Looks he like an all-time eggs. sweater. Oh, yeah. He's a sweaty boy. I was literally watching Diners Driving and Dives before this episode. I fucking love Guy Fieri. Him and I have very similar tastes in foods, which is a lot of it covered in sauce. <laughs> You're going to sauce that up. <laughs> uh, I follow a, a Twitter account. Just I just followed him earlier this week called No Context Guy Fieri. And it's just like, they just take screenshots from his show. They just edited <laughs> random words. It's fucking hilarious. I love Guy Fieri. I didn't, did you see the restaurants he went to? Uh, it looked like the old CJ Calloway's um, was the, really? the, the picture that I saw. I don't know what that is now. I didn't even realize it was actually a restaurant again, but it used to be CJ's. CJ's? CJ's. CJ yeah. Calloway's. Remember yeah. we used to go there in the Miata? <laughs> Uh, I do. I do remember going there quite often because it was only uh, a, a stone's throw away from 1512. Shout out, Brad. Yep, shout out, Brad. 1512. Shout out, shout, out, shout out, Jim. Shout out, Raj. Shout out, me. Shout out, Kate and Lucas. We all lived there at one point. <laughs> I stayed there a lot. <laughs> that was a good time. I was going to say, a lot of rich and rare got hurt there. I guess the list could really go on depending on what type of a duration you, you call holding yeah. residence there. There there's a lot of uh, a lot of living that went there. I was say, Brad or, uh, or Brian lived there. Andy Lauk lived there. Mackenzie lived there. Good old Ken's dog. This random guy from Colorado that we met at Wiley's. Uh, they slept in Brad's bed and then I was trying to explain to Brad how he got into his house. It was, it was a pretty cool situation. Oh, that sounds fun. My favorite 1512 memory is when an unnamed person that rhymes with bad, bad steams, <laughs> Brad, uh, it's Brad. It was Brad, everyone, sorry. When he got really drunk on St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> fell asleep in the entryway at like three in the afternoon. It was magical. Goddamn Irish car bombs. Ooh, can we call them that still? Is that canceled? <sighs> Don't ask me. Don't don't fucking ask me. I, I don't fucking know. I don't know what is or isn't canceled. <laughs> I'm assuming we're canceled. So, oh, I'm trying to think of my favorite memory of 1512, but it eludes me at this point. There's just too many. Maybe just coming uh, back to Freet sitting in the darkness playing uh, Mario Kart time to, trials, listening to Avril Lavigne really loud. Mm-hmm. That was good. Uh I liked when we'd have our Christmas parties. Mm. I mean, you and I were wrestling that one time, and we broke a bunch of glass. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll have that. Yeah. <laughs> just a couple, just a couple mooses, just throwing each other around. I also liked when uh, the Christmas parties when uh, Jim and Brad would wrestle. Mm. Yeah, 
just just guys being dudes, you know? <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Everyone took their shirts off and wrestled. I don't understand why this is weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Guy Fieri's in town. <laughs> Somehow we yeah. got we got there from Guy Fieri. <laughs> talking about dudes wrestling. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was that was the first thing I had written down because that fucking excites me. I didn't realize that he won the second season of like the next uh, Food Network star, which that was yep. essentially what kind of projected him um, into guys, guys, big bite. And then uh, diners, drive-ins, dives, dives. And, guys, grocery games. Yeah. I, I love him. He's so fucking like, he's, he's unapo- unapologetically himself, which, cause if I just saw a picture of him and I didn't know who he was, I'd be like fucking douche. But then, like, you see how he acts, and that's just literally who he is. He is, like, San Diego river trash. I love him. I can't remember. I don't know. I heard an interview about, um, like, guy, like, just ran up, like, invited a bunch of people over to his house and, like, made a bunch of food and stuff. And, yeah, like, a, like, like a A-list celebrities. And, yeah, he seems like a pretty down-to-earth, pretty cool, cool dude. I mean. Did you – have you ever seen the video of him? Have you ever seen the video of like he's at like this big event and there's a huge crowd and he was signing lean cuisines and throwing them into the crowd and people were going nuts. <laughs> that was so move. awesome. Uh, I did a little, a little look because um, like his his actual name was like Guy Ramsey Ferry, F E R R Y, but his uh, his paternal grandfather Giuseppe Fieri. Ooh, um, sounds like an sounds like an eye tie. Got uh, like I don't know what they call it, like anglicized. Yeah, like the anglicization or the practice yep. of modifying foreign words, names, and phrases. Yeah, um, that's how that's how uh, Papa Great Great Grandpa Pop Johnson went from. I think our last name was like Bullgard Bullgardner or something like that. We came to America, and they're like, "You look like a Johnson." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same, same thing. Well, jo- Johnson's very, very co- common last name. So is Hall. Yeah. Um, same thing happened to us. We, my uh, great grandfather, uh, Augustus Johansson, uh, he got anglicized as well and went from Johansson to Hall. Hall. So, <laughs> yeah. Which makes almost no sense, but goddamn, I do respect it. I, I just got a feeling that, like, where they were, like, receiving them, <laughs> you know, they're like, all right, here's your list. You can pick one. You don't get to keep your weird foreign name. You have to be American now. Pick yeah. one, and then we'll give you a, a cot and a piece of bread. And keep it moving. And then you go fight in the Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> or you join one of the gangs in New York. That's, that's what I'm basing all of my history knowledge off of, is gangs in New York. Yeah. It was just like, uh, that is, that's 100%. It's just like, listen, you're here. Uh, we don't like your freaky deaky name. So uh, you're gonna be Paul, uh, Paul Smith. Yeah, that's you. Keep it moving. That or uh, it makes me think of. Uh, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen uh, Far and Away with uh, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise? I think I have. He's like, say you like my hat. <laughs> I can't remember her name in that movie, but anyway, <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate you laughing. But anyways. <laughs> they like come over from like Ireland or whatever and when a uh, scene in the movie they come over and she is a rich uh gal 
from like Ireland and she like ran away to come to America because she wanted to be like a sooner. Um, Hell yeah. Stake some land. And like as, as they're being like received, um, the guy that's supposed to help her like gets, sh- gets shot and then like they steal her spoons. Like she brought a bunch of spoons because <laughs> yeah. they're like uh, silver. Especially <laughs> stealing spoons. my spoons. Gar. <laughs> well, she's a pirate though. Yeah. They're always after me spoons. I have an aunt that collects like expensive, like tiny spoons. And I just remember as a child just being like, I want to eat off all of these and her being mad at me. Tiny That's, spoons make food taste better. Have you ever seen like the tiny bells, like the collectible bells? Yeah. Like, like they, they do like a similar thing, like the tiny like collectible spoons where you might get one at wall drug or it's got wall drug on it. Yeah. It's got like hard rock cafe or something like that. Well, my grandma, uh, RIP grandma, uh, she used to, she used to collect bells. Same thing. She had like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened to them, but she had a shit ton of them. Probably should, probably should I kind of want them. Yeah. I was, like, I feel like very I feel obnoxious like, tiny... like myself. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, just a tiny go, bell. <laughs> she had this huge hutch with like glass on the outside. So you could see yeah. it all displayed prominently. And that's, there was an ass ton of bells in there. That's that's how the fucking spoons were too. Like this, like just tiny little spoons just hanging up, and it's just like, I want to touch them. So the bells, oh, I'd have been ringing those things all goddamn day. Dude, it's like your life and my life is like a pair. Like there's like a just like a a butterfly effect difference. <laughs> just a, just a small <laughs> a small just, wing flap it, difference between your life yeah, and my life. It's literally it's just like. Well, you guys all had the exact same experiences, just slightly different. <laughs> it's like, Tyler, here's the spoons. Cody, you get bells. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I, I was, uh, when, uh, when, when the intern Taylor was telling me about Guy Fieri being in Sioux Falls, I think he told me that, or he was like, I was, he was like, what kind of restaurants would they go to? And I was thinking, I was like, Marmaladas? That's about the only restaurant I could think of that's like the first time I had Marmaladas, I was just like, holy hell, this is the best food I ever had. Yeah, I mean when you think about like high class good food that they would come and rate and experience and take in the restaurant. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, it doesn't need to be high class. It's called diners driving and dives. Oh, it just has to fit. Yeah. Well, yeah. if fuck man, I don't know what guys got cooking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, by that I mean uh, if he was, you know, filming for diners, drive-ins, and dives, or if it was like something else. Yeah, you know? he was. He he had the red Camaro out and everything. Mm. My, okay. my boy. I think he tried some Chislick restaurant. I hope it wasn't Urban Chislick. I think of, it was. That'd be kind of sad because that's brand new. It's kind of I. I don't know. I. I. <laughs> I'm not going to freak out. <laughs> well, some okay, so some of the I have some some good friends, good family friends that um I believe one of the uh some relation or whatever ha- had helped build that uh might have been like a project manager on on the project when they built that restaurant. So, uh, they're they're pretty sensitive to to it, but I went there one time and it was it was busy as fuck, which is good for the restaurant, but it was it was loud. It was small, like I don't know. I don't when I, when it's like when you're sitting at a table and you're like elbows to elbows with people. Like I don't like being. Yeah. Like I need I need room to move around. 
That's why. That's why. Like Mamalata. Have you ever had Mama's Lattas? Mama's Lattas. <laughs> I, I, I it's have, very hard to say. It's, I have not. It's, it's uh, downtown Sioux Falls. It's like what you're describing. It's very tiny, and like there you have like four things on their menu. You're like, listen, you either get an enchilada, or you get an enchilada with fucking sauce on it. What do you want? But uh, friend of the podcast Adam Kaufman took me there, and him and I feasted. I heard it's enchilada. really good. I got chicken enchilada, I got beef enchilada, we got homemade guacamole. Mm. I ran train on it. And then I threw it up in his bathroom. Welcome, Adam. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Love you. Try uh, just, case, the- just in case you want to know, um, in the movie Far and Away, Nicole Kidman's character is Shannon. Shannon? Yep. I just uh, uh in all fairness, there's only like seven Irish names. It's like Shannon, Mary, Lassie. Because like Tom Cruise uh, character in that uh, Joseph Donnelly, he's like Shannon. Just say you like my hat. Because like he, I don't know if you've ever seen Far and Away. If you haven't, I don't know uh, if I have. I think I would have seen a different movie. TNC Movie Corner, whatever the fuck you call it. Put that on TNC Movie Movie Corner. If Critics Corner. If if you, if the you and the listeners, listener, if Brad is listening. Um, might, might have at least one. Um, Lance will listen to it tomorrow. Uh, Lance, Lance, do a couple shrugs. Your yeah. traps are looking small. I say, hey, Lance, don't forget leg day. He hasn't. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I did legs like, today. I actually was thinking about. I actually thought of Lance today as I was doing some, uh, doing some calf raises, and I thought to myself, you know, I might as well just give up because I'm never gonna have as big a calves as Lance. I was gonna say, yeah, those those are those things, those hunks of beef. There was a a FedEx guy came to our office earlier this week, and FedEx guys apparently can wear shorts, I guess. But uh, he had maybe the tiniest legs I'd ever seen on a human man. Like honestly, my forearm was bigger than his calf, and he was a big boy. Smaller than like mine? Was, huh? Smaller than mine? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Like I am not kidding. Like I was fuck that guy. What a nerd. <laughs> I was just like, no leg have an ass bitch. <laughs> but it was one of those things where he walked out and I turned to the other guy and I was just like, Do you see his legs? And he was like, Yes. And so that was a little strange. That dude needs to hit the latest tally calf diet. Yeah. Uh it'd be very hypocritical of me to chastise somebody for having small calves because I mean Brad once gave me uh started criticizing me saying that like my calves are like the size of his calves and I'm like a hundred more pounds than Brad. Um which he's not it wasn't entirely wrong at the time. But <laughs> I, I, had like, exp- I had to I ex- had to explain to Brad that my calves aren't super small. It's just like my gut and my my top <laughs> half just 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 yeah. by comparison they Looks, seem very small. Yeah, was, Why are we talking I, about my calves? Let's talk about something else. Uh, I I we were talking about Irish people. I get confused. We were talking about Guy Fieri, maybe enchiladas. Oh, I went far and away, and then I was talking about who was going to listen. Yeah, but yeah, TNC Movie Corner. We'll reel this one back in. Uh, far and away. I don't know where you can watch it, uh, but if you haven't seen it, it's a 1992 movie, so it's it's a touch dated. But since it's set in like the uh, like the it's like 1890s. Yeah, it's like the 1890s, so it holds up. It's pretty good. There's uh, Tom Cruise does some bare knuckle boxing. 
Hell yeah. And uh, he starts making money. And uh, Shannon works I'm, at like a chicken uh, factory where they kill chickens and like she plucks chickens on a chicken oh, line. That sounds um, terrible. Yeah. And it's like, it shows you like the, the Irish immigration and how they just like made them do like, re- you know, really shitty work before like the, uh, before they were like unionizing and trying to get better pay and better working conditions where they were like, yeah, working I was, to death. I was going to say a factory in the 1890s, not where you wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot of, not a lot of OSHA showing up right there. That's why, that's why, uh, uh, Joseph Donnelly, AKA Tom Cruise, uh, he's like, fuck this. I'm just going to get the shit beat out of me and beat other people up to make money. Cause I'm done fucking with these chickens. Yeah. And well, yeah, like a factory in the 1890s, it's like you're working a 16 hour day and like the, your coworker next to you is like a seven year old smoking a cigarette. <laughs> like, I plucked the chickens. They're all Irish. Oh, yeah. My name's Shannon too. <laughs> yeah. Hit that one up. If you haven't, uh, I'm curious. I really, really do like Tom Cruise. I don't like Nicole Kidman very much, but I like Tom Cruise. Nicole Kidman is a weirdo. Nicole Kidman, um, young and uh, like pretty blonde in this one. Like not, uh, not uh, like a redhead really. Um, She's an Australian. Do you know that? Uh, yeah, isn't that why she kind of has ties to Keith Urban? Keith Urban. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman. Hey, down under. And that's well, we're doing accents today, folks. Uh, <laughs> Shout in. Yeah. I'll only say it five more times, but yeah, far and away. Uh, look it up; it's a good watch, good movie. That, well, that's going to go nicely into uh, the TNC movie corner because we got a big time movie cast today. We're the big time movie boys because it's a very special. Robin Williams episode. Robin Williams, a very critical Robin Williams and Jim Carrey, very important in my life. R.I.P. Robert Williams. Robin Williams. Robert Williams. Fuck. Never heard. I'm of losing him. it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Robin Williams, big time. Uh, a lot of a uh, lot of hours as a child watching a lot of. Uh, Ron Williams movies. Oh, okay. Um, I do have to say this before we get too deep into Robin Williams talk. I have never seen the movie Hook. What? I've never seen it. You haven't? I have not. Bangerang? Nothing. Like it's one of those movies where I just never saw Peter. it. Peter. <laughs> I just I never saw it. I never saw it. I fucking hated Peter Pan. Dude, but this is come on. All right, that's homework. Forget Far and Away. You need to fucking watch Hook. I have to watch Hook. Yeah, I think you like it. I mean, I'm not gonna like oversell it, but you'd like it. It's pretty. But cool. I know, like, I know, I know Dude. everyone like our age really likes the movie. Dude. And like, I've heard it. I've heard like enough things. Like, I kind of know. Like, I know. I do know Bangarang. I know. Do I know Shmi. How, how do you know that? Because people movie. talk about it. You're people like that. Talk. You're like that kid who's at school, and everybody's like talking about the new movie they watch, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you pick up like three things, and so when you go to another group of kids, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah that movie, yeah, Bangarang, ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, it's exactly guys. what I did. Yeah. <laughs> did you expect anything different? 
That's <laughs> exactly what I did. Uh, and then people were just like, oh, yeah, Tyler, Tyler's definitely seen Hook. Nope, never saw it. Uh, dude, there's like a scene, spoilers, but where the, like, the what Lost the Boys. What the fuck? Don't spoil it for me. Oh, okay. Ah, fuck it, spoil it for me. The Lost Boys are sitting, kneading, and they're just like sitting there, like eating out of uh, uh, pans and, and pots and plates and dishes of things. And they're like sitting there, like eating, but it's like all invisible. And Robin Williams is sitting there, like, what the, what the fuck? And he's like, and then like the little boy's like, you have to use your imagination. I'm not sure exactly, that's exactly what he said, but essentially that's what he said. And then like all of a sudden, like once he uh, like believes, you have to believe. And then, have to believe. and then all of a sudden, like it's all the food appears and everything. It's pretty cool. And then he like throws some fake food. And it's oh. visible, and then I'm it like, splats on a guy's face. It's awesome. What? Also, also Julia Roberts is in the movie. Really, Julia yeah. Roberts, like the famous one? Yeah, yeah, like Pretty Woman. Yeah, I had no fucking clue. Yeah, she's Tinkerbell. Oh, and she I'm curious. is. She's yeah. good. <laughs> I, my mom made me watch Pretty Woman when I was like four, and I'm pretty sure that's how I knew I wasn't gay because I was like. I'd fuck that hooker. That's how I talked when I was four. That checks out. <laughs> um, that's how I talk now. But yeah, that's kind of like, I don't know how you can go through, like, I guess the listeners don't know this, but you and I talked about like putting together a list of like best movies, best characters, or best roles that Robin Williams played. I don't know how you can do that when you haven't seen Hook. Like, you, your list doesn't mean shit now. First of all, my list is way better than your list. Don't you ever fucking come at me like that. And just because I didn't fucking... Of you, you haven't even seen my fucking list. You haven't seen my fucking list. You haven't watched Hook. I mean, I'm not going to like the movie. I already told you I fucking hate Peter Pan. I'm not going to apologize. I have a character on my list that you're not going to like. I was going to give you the silent treatment, but <laughs> I realized it probably wasn't the best way to... <laughs> it's like, you know what? I'm not talking the rest of this episode. <laughs> Yeah, Hook Hook is going to be that. I will watch Hook this weekend. All right, go on with your stupid list. Let's hear it. All right. (laughs) Robin Williams. Let me pull up my list. The top movies of Robin Williams' career. I just did top three. I don't know. Um, Okay. I don't want it. I was going to say I don't want to interrupt you, but I don't really care. Excuse me, sir. I'm not interrupting you. (laughs) Excuse me. Excuse me, I'm not interrupting. So just so I'm clear, um, you said group best movies and then best characters in the movies. Yep. So that kind of got a little blurry for me because it's like some I could say were both, uh, but yeah, I did well, break I, them up. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yes. See, I figured top movies and then top characters because there's movies I really, really like, but like the character, but just a good movie. But there's Bad movies that have really good characters in it. So, my Robin Williams top movies. Number one. The movie Jack, starring Robin Williams. Have you ever seen this film? Mm-mm. You want me to describe it to you? Sure. You want me to describe it? You want me to baby bird this information to you? Sure. All right. The movie Jack is about a baby. It's got Robin Williams, Diane Lane, uh... Jennifer Lopez is in it. But in the movie, 
this baby's born like it's only like it's like 10 weeks old like that's it's very premature and it comes but like they diane lane's his mom they rush to the hospital they the baby's only 10 weeks old but it comes out as a full-size baby and they're like what the fuck is this he has some uh disorder that makes him age four times as fast as so like if he's one years old he'd be four years old if he's 10 years old he'd be 40 years old does that make sense so cut to the future he's 10 years old his parents knowing that he's a freak they hide him they hide him they have uh bill cosby is his tutor whoops yikes yikes but uh so he's a 10 year old in the body of robin williams so he's 10 years old so he's but he looks 40 and like these neighborhood kids all are like don't go to that house there's a monster that lives there and he's a 10 year old so he like fucks with them a little bit you know he plays those classic pranks that 10 year olds play like he throws like a fake eyeball at him you know cool shit like that so finally he's like ma pa i want to go to school where his teacher is jennifer lopez and you know he makes pals and uh he gets you know he starts running with the, running with the cool kids he buys them porn and i think cigarettes you know because that's what cool things do there's a classic uh thing where he pretends to be someone else's dad to the principal nice but then but then uh you know some not great shit happens he tries to uh, he falls in love with jennifer lopez obviously naturally yeah yeah and then uh then he like something bad happens at school i think you know all of his hilarious pranks kind of fall apart and he goes into hiding like he goes into hiding again and gets all depressed and moody as 10 year old boys do and uh, uh all of his all of his little classmate bros come and they come and get him out of hiding again they say hey can jack come out to play and at the end of the movie it's high school graduation and it's robin williams as like an 80 year old man and he's like oh value life youngins and then he goes and hops in the car with his boys and they go on an adventure very sad movie very very good though an underrated classic was it based on a true story i have no idea i would assume not because i'm pretty sure you can't just age like that yeah i was joking oh were you don't fucking do this to me man i just (laughs) spilled my heart I just spilled my goddamn heart talking about this movie that I watched as a child that really fucking touched me. You do this shit. But yes, that's my number one. Number two, I have Aladdin, a classic film. That's that's the whole thing that sparked this was the Aladdin 2 debates. And then number three, I have Jumanji. I had that one on my list. Jumanji fucking rules. Great those movie. drums. Oh, those drums. My parents took me to this in the theater. Actually, I think my dad took me to this in the theater. I was very young. I think I was like four or five. Those fucking drums had me rattled. That movie was scary as shit as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple things about Jumanji. I did not know, but in my research, uh, came across it. Nice. Uh, you know the hunter guy? in that's hunting robin williams from the jumanji game yes he's got like the old school hat on he's really british that's the same guy that plays his dad really yeah that kind of nuts that guy that blew that blew my mind 
I also remembered I'd forgot Kristen Dunst was the young was the girl in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, younger Tyler had a very big crush on Kristen Dunst. She did it for me back in the day. Hopefully not, not in that role. No. Well, she was older than me. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, she was like twelve in the movie, and I was like five, and I was like, "What's up, baby girl? Holler at your boy." But yeah. I haven't seen Kristen Dunst recently, but I'm assuming she's looking good still. I love her. But those are my top three Robin Williams movies. I would like for you to hear. I'd like to hear yours now, pal. Um, a little, uh, a little movie called Good Morning Vietnam. That was my number four. Uh, that was a good, that was a good movie. Um, we, I remember watching is- that one. Go ahead. Oh, uh, we watched that in school. Like that was like the rainy day movie for us for a while. Oh, yeah. I uh, I remember watching it when I was like kind of younger, um, but I I still like really really liked it. Like it uh, even like with like like portraying like the the tension between like the American uh, people and like the the Vietnamese, Vietnamese people and like you know how you know, different parts of the scenes where like the, the military is not um, real friendly to the locals that are there, but there's some tension, obviously. Yeah, that's a fun way to describe it. Yeah. They weren't real friendly. And they were and, like, there's like that, you know, not to, not to spoil the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it. I mean, I'm assuming that you have, cause yep. it's a super old movie and he got nominated for a bunch of awards and shit for it. I want to say it was 1986. Yeah. Good man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like there's like the, like, he you know runs into like some some they thought that they were like the the like good good vietnamese people turns out they run into some Viet Cong people and it's it's a problem blah 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 charlie's but yeah good movie um that was one um i had uh hook as another one um i had just assumed that that you would have would have seen it um i actually i had i had four on my list um I had Jumanji on there as well, obviously. Um, and then I, I put Goodwill Hunting on there, even though uh, Robin Williams wasn't um, the main like a character. major character with like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. But um, <laughs> I, oh. I still I put that on there because the movie was good and his role in that movie was good. It was really good. <clears throat> and that was – he was uh, – I, I had a tough time. I, Goodwill Hunting was one that like one of my favorite movies of all time. It was when it was like it was on Netflix forever, and that was my falling asleep movie for a long time. Just toss that bad boy on, get to hear some hilarious Boston accents, get to hear Matt Damon screaming about apples. Mm-hmm. Uh, great film, but I, that's why I didn't put it on my list because I was like, well, Robin Williams really not in it that much. Yeah, not really a main character, but yes, Goodwill Hunting fucking rules. But okay. yeah, good morning. I, I, good morning, Vietnam was a good pick. I really did. I really do enjoy that movie. Plus, good morning, Vietnam is just a great, great saying. Yeah, that's, I don't know. That's just a that's a good, good movie. Good character and kind of. I mean, he was still like a, it was like a comedic drama a little bit. It's like obviously you know he was still true to his character as being you know like a comedian and being funny. But was also serious too. So I mean, it was kind of a different role for him a little God bit. Damn. Like Patch Adams, Patch Adams did not make my list. 
Yeah, what's it like? There's uh, I'm thinking of another one. Um, there's that Fisher's whatever, um, Fisher King. We actually oh. watched that in school, I think. Um, where he's like, exactly was like a crazy homeless person or something at one point. Yeah. I don't know. I think crazy. I think crazy, crazy homeless person's redundant. I think think most of them. Like, if you say homeless, I immediately assume crazy. Am I being sensitive? It is. What are they gonna do? (laughs) They go to their local. They go to their local Starbucks and use their computer on their Wi-Fi. They ain't gonna never hear this. (laughs) What's the What's the captain? My captain is that Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets Society. Had to watch that in school. Had to watch that in school too. I've, I don't know if I've ever seen that film in its entirety. I, I figured if I were to say that to be cool, I'd be pandering. But I don't that know if we if that our movie audience was, is necessarily a Dead Poet Society audience. That uh, was one of those movies where, like, oh, this movie. Like, we watched it in uh, AP Lit in high school, and it was one of those things where, like, oh, this movie's really touching. And just looking around the classroom where it was just filled with like the smart kids, and then there was me in the back, like. <laughs> But they're all just like, oh, it's so touching. He inspired them to write. And I was just like, fucking nerds. Like, I don't even fucking care, bro. I'm just here to get fucking, here to drink beers, bro. Yeah, I did. did Dead Poet Society did fucking nothing for me. <laughs> yeah, I just know that it was like a, you know, a, that quotable moment. Yeah. You know, hey, Captain, my captain. Yeah. You stand up on your desk and say that to me. You're fucking, I'm beating you up. I'm stuffing you in a locker. Yeah, and don't try standing on your desk. Standing on a desk in, in our our classrooms, you got beat uh, <laughs> with a belt. Well, um, so then, did you also have your top? You had top characters too, right? Yep, I had the top characters. Uh, so my top three Robin Williams characters. Number one, I have the genie from Aladdin, because the genie fucking rules. Great pick. Great he pick. rules. Have you seen have you seen the uh the new one with Will Smith as the genie? Yeah. I did not hate it. I, I thought Will not... did a good job there. Yeah, I was gonna say he'll never be Robin Williams, because Robin Williams is a fucking ball of energy. But uh he didn't do terrible. Yeah, I thought for rem like um I'm not a big fan of the uh I don't know what you call it, like the real life versions of the Disney movies. Yeah, um, uh, Jungle Book was pretty good. Uh, yeah, Lion I just stunk. Yeah, I just I could, but but I would say that of the ones I I don't I guess I don't know of all the live action ones that I've actually seen was probably just I've seen bits and pieces of some of them I think, but the only one that I actually watched all the way through was Aladdin. I thought I thought they did a decent yeah. job. It was a little cheesy, yeah. a little corny, but it's based the on chick. The- the chick that plays uh, Jasmine in the live action movie is an absolute fucking rocket. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't see it and it was on Disney plus and I don't know what I was doing, but I had a, one of my buddies shout out Michael Sullivan texted me and he was like, dude, I watched that movie. He was like, I had to Google that lady and I had to find a lady that looked like her in a in an uh, do- internet documentary if you catch my drift because he was like he was like that lady did it for me <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah, um, gross gross but i totally get it she's awesome but uh the circling back to the like the genie or whatever in aladdin i didn't realize actually uh 
for the kid, we got we got Disney Plus, so I I put on like the uh, Return of Jafar, like the second Aladdin yeah. one, and when the genie popped on, I was like, "That isn't Robin Williams," and I had to like look it up and found out that... Dan, Dan Castanella, the dude who does Homer yeah. Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to like... tell? Do you want me to tell you why he wasn't in the second one? Yeah, I read a little bit about it, but uh, please inform me and the the listeners if they do not know. Uh huh. Because this is welcome to Tyler's useless trivia knowledge. Robin Williams was not in the second uh, Aladdin movie as the voice of Genie because in order to get him as the Genie in the first one, Robin Williams was like, whatever, I'll do it. You don't have to pay me very much. I want to do it for my kids. All you guys have to do is you cannot make the Genie uh, like the focal point of advertisements. He, like The Genie had to be in less than 25% of advertisements. And then they couldn't do merchandising of the Genie at all. Robin Williams was like, nope, I'm not doing this for fucking action figures and disney's like yep fucking totally yep we're super good with that and then immediately proceeded to make the genie the focal point of the advertisements and a shitload of toys of him and robin williams is like fuck you guys and then uh so they did the second movie return of jafar this is i didn't i did not know this because i just had the vhs's growing up Mm-hmm. I didn't know Return of Jafar never went to the theaters. It was just a straight to straight to VHS. I did not know that either until and it, I looked and it, it up. made like four hundred million dollars. Yeah, like that was that's nuts. So, yeah, like uh, my small mind as a child, like I didn't know that that it wasn't Robin Williams. Like I didn't realize it until yeah. I turned it on. And I was just like, "All right, I'm gonna get myself a little Robin Williams genie fix." And uh, I was like, "Wait a fucking minute!" It's like that's Homer fucking Simpson. <laughs> Robin Williams is horse shit. Yeah. Which that is honestly that is something I did not realize until probably like three or four years ago. I was just like, the fuck is uh, this? Like Gilbert Godfrey is like Iago. He's Iago. <laughs> yeah. That's a great oh Gilbert Godfrey. Good for him. I was actually I hadn't watched like I watched the live action one and I was like, fuck, I haven't watched the cartoon one in forever. So I tossed that on, you know, whenever Disney Plus came out. And I forgot, like, Iago is barely in the first movie. And then in the second movie, he is the focal point, And Iago rules. Mm-hmm. That part in the first one where he's just jamming those delicious-looking cartoon crackers in the Sultan's mouth. I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. I'd go for that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that's you your had number one, right? Uh, yep. Aladdin, the genie Aladdin. I had that. I had that on my list too. Yep. What's your? What's your? Are number, you, is number it in two, any particular order? Yeah, oh, that was that was my one. My number two, a little classic. Hello, Mrs. Doubtfire. Number two, all time movie. I had that on my list as well. Uh, I was. Uh, I stopped over at my parents' house because I had to talk to my little brother. And I was talking to my mom about Robin Williams, you know, as obviously she's curious, mm-hmm. she's curious about the cast. All right, right. Yeah. My little brother gave uh he said the cryptozoology episode was one of our best. He mm-hmm. said, he said we're very dumb, but he said it was weird what we did. I was like, fuck you kid, kill you. But uh, the, she kind of said an interesting fact. Uh, the first movie I went to in theaters was Aladdin as a child the first movie my little sister went to in theaters was mrs doubtfire 
And the third, the, my little brother, the first movie he went to in theaters was uh, a little movie called Robots, an animated movie. And Robin Williams is the voice of one of the characters. So the whole Johnson clan, big Robin Williams fans. It's kind of a neat little fact. Yeah. And I was like, Mom, how the fuck do you remember that? I was like, Dad doesn't even know my middle name. And you know shit like that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if... I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know what my first movie would have been. I guarantee oh, yeah, you, no. I, wouldn't, I guarantee you, because um, did you guys have a movie theater like in Madison? Yeah. Oh. oh. See, yeah. we had a drive-in in Miller, but we didn't have an actual, well, there used to be a movie theater back in the day, but that was yeah. uh, back when it was by like the time I was old enough. <laughs> Operator, bring, bring, I'm going to, I'm taking my lady down to the pictures. I'm going to the cinema. Get some popcorn. Some popped corn. But, yeah, well, first of all, my mom had to tell me that because obviously, like, how the fuck would I remember what my first movie was? I can't tell you what I did yesterday. My mom's over there dropping Robin Williams facts on me like that. But Mrs. Doubtfire, all-time, all-time film. Just a great – I'm not sure it would I – I haven't watched it in a couple years. Probably, probably wouldn't get made in today's day and age. Yeah, probably not. But that was such a good movie. Uh, a friend of the podcast, James LeBon, sponsor, pal, associate. He, uh, me, Freak, and Jim were hanging out one night. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were, we were getting after it as boys tend to do. And we were, Jim was making a pizza and Freak and I were in like the living room. And Jim just was like silent for a little bit. And then just from the kitchen, he just, hello. <laughs> and it absolutely fucking broke Freet and I. Freet was just like, that Miss Doubtfire? And it just sent us into like one of those like 15 minute like laughing fits where it's just like, holy shit, dude. That was absolutely perfect. So yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire had to be my number two. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're, we're the same so far and uh when i was describing my little brother had never seen mrs doubtfire when i was describing it to him he was like oh i've seen a movie like that i was like what movie he's like big mama's house (laughs) he's like martin lawrence plays an elderly black woman i was like god damn you're right (laughs) i was like i was getting ready to roast you for that shit but yeah you got it yeah cease and assist (laughs) but i as my number three top character this is uh this is gonna be the wild card pick because I do not think you'll have this as your third best character. My third favorite uh Robin Williams character of all time, Ferngully. Oh. oh. Ferngully was number four. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> the bat in Ferngully? I had no yeah. dude, that bat ruled. That bat did the, I Ferngully was actually a really good movie. The toxic sludge was scary as hell. The bat was hilarious. Yeah, it didn't really make me not want to drive a car, though. I just kind of forgot about the lessons I learned from going <laughs> oh, to continue yeah. to pollute the world. When I, when I was five and I watched it, I was like, yes, I do want to save the rainforest. As an elderly man now, I'm just like, listen, I'll drive 10 feet to my mailbox right now. <laughs> I was like, I'll start a whole bunch of tires on fire if it saves me an ounce of effort. Was... um. 
so I saw I saw Popeye when I was running through like IMDb. I was looking looking up uh, Rob Williams uh, all of his films. Was Popeye uh, like an animator? Was that a uh... nope live action? Robin Williams was the live action Popeye. Uh, I don't know if I've seen that. It's a real. It, I think it was one of those movies that like when they were making it, they're like, "Holy shit, this is gonna rule!" And then it went like super over budget. Like they built like in a like a, a sea like a city like a town on the sea for this movie like a real one, and it just fucking flopped. But for some reason, it was uh, my family's always like my grandpa and shit was like really into Popeye. That was like so it kind of just carried over and, you know, it was like, eat your spinach, you grow up big and strong and all that shit. And, uh, but for some reason that Popeye movie was always on like cable when I was in like elementary school is if I stayed home sick from school, which I did quite frequently, uh, it was always be, it was always, it would always be on. And I was like, well, fuck it. Guess I'm watching Popeye. So that kind of held a special place in my heart. There's also a very, there's a scene with an octopus in it and it's very very scary uh even like third grade time i was like Ugh, i don't like this <laughs> and um, yeah also octopuses scare me octopi if you will but yeah. what is your number trace um mine was fern gully um the bad i also yeah. did um i thought we were maybe doing four so i had um i had teddy roosevelt from night at the museum because he, he actually was pretty good in that. Yeah, I, that was uh, that's uh, that actually transitions pretty well into what I got as a little bit of a game for you. Ooh. Ooh. I have here Robin Williams's Robin William I Williams's I have Robin Williams top grossing movies. Do you think you can name the top five? Three strikes and you're out. Now is that that's just top grossing over everything? So that's that's box office and then any. Uh, uh, I just I just went box office. Oh, okay. I went box office, and then, uh, I, well, what I did was I googled Robin Williams top grossing movies. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say Night at the Museum was probably one of them because he happened to be in it and it was kind of a newer movie. Yep, Robin or Night at the Museum made two hundred and fifty million dollars at the box office. That is number one. So you are one for one right now. Good, good. Shit. Um. Uh, so like, I want to say older ones because I think that those ones are are better, but. I'm thinking yeah. like older ones, it might not have grossed as much at the box office yeah. as some of the Well, that's ones. that's kind of that's kind of what blew my mind. Cause when I was thinking of like when I was just like, oh shit, Robin Williams, I bet he has movies that made like billions of dollars. Night the Museum only made 250 million at the box office. They made like eight of those fucking movies. Yeah. Um doesn't have to be in any particular order. If you just get, if you just, if you, if you say the name and it's in the top five, I'll let you know. Um, what about that? Uh, um, was he an RV or something like that? Is that one of them? RV is not one of them. Uh, That's one strike, baby. Damn it. Um, 
shit. I don't know, man. What about uh, Happy Feet? Happy Feet, number four, $198 million. You got two of the five, one strike. Which one? What? Uh, what about Insomnia? No, Insomnia, second strike. I've never even heard of that. I hadn't either, but it was in 2002, so I just guessed it. <laughs> what about Flubber? Flubber? No. Flubber's not on there. That's three strikes, which I was almost positive because I had like my guesses. I completely forgot about Ninth Museum, so I fucked that up right away. But I had Flubber up there because I was like, dude, Flubber had to have made like a quadrillion dollars. Flubber ruled. <laughs> and nope. But, all right, here's the list. Ninth Museum is number one, 250 mil. Mrs. Batfire, number two, 219 million. Aladdin, number three, 217 million. Happy Feet, number four, 198 million. I have never seen Happy Feet. I have no idea what it's about. Penguins. Oh, sick. I'd watch little that. Dance, it's an animated little da- dancey penguin. Dances oh, fuck, I'd watch the shit out of that. I like to watch animated happy movies when I'm deep in the Sunday scaries because they make me feel slightly better about my life spiraling. They do help. <laughs> and then number five, Night at the Museum 2, $177 million. I've never seen that one. See, I was going to guess. I was going to guess that, um, but I didn't. <laughs> but you went insomnia? I don't know. <laughs> I'd never seen that movie either. I was just looking at something that was like relatively newer because I just figured that like yeah. really newer movies at make the box money. Yeah, but uh, that's why I, I was. I should have guessed Aladdin. I was very surprised by Mrs. Doubtfire making more money than Aladdin. God, that's crazy. I mean, only only two more, only two million dollars more. But that blew my. I I would have figured Aladdin made like one point three billion dollars. Hmm. But yeah, that was. Uh, I have a weird, kind of a weird Robin Williams story. Uh, I think I was, I think it was the summer before sixth grade. I got like super sick and uh, I had to get quarantined in my parents' living room. Mm. And they like shut all the doors. And I basically was in there for like four days by myself going insane. The hell was that? I think Lily's taking a bath. Gross. The, the goddamn pipes are like right here. That's what I was like. Holy shit! Are we getting like radio interference? Is this signs? Uh, but I think it uh, was either that or it was the uh, refrigerator that's uh, across the across the room. Uh, nice making ice. So you're welcome. Ooh. Yeah, nice little ice treat. But uh, <laughs> so I was super sick. I was quarantined. No one was supposed to interact with me. So like my 11 year old body was fucking freaking out. And my parents rented me a bunch of movies. And one of them was called Bicentennial Man. Mm. And Robin Williams plays like a fucking robot butler. I don't fucking know. But I I had a fever. And I was like watching it. And it fucking absolutely broke my brain. And I was having like terrifying fever dreams of fucking Robin Williams as as a robot butler. Holy fuck, dude. That haunted me for years. Like it's like to the point where if I saw the fucking uh, like video, like the video store, like it would like give me like oh, I like shudder away from it. Yeah, that was, was real weird. I, I remember I, what I had. Oh, go ahead. 
I, I was just going to say, I actually, I know nobody gives a shit about dreams, but I mean, not that nobody gives a shit about your uh, bad dreams that you had, but I had uh, a dream. It was after uh, we lost Robin Williams, um, obviously oh, yeah. under the circumstances. And I had a, just a weird, weird dream. And in the dream, like I just randomly ran into Robin Williams and I was like, you're alive. And he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm actually, I wasn't actually dead. And then I was just like, oh my God. And then like, we <laughs> hugged it out. And then like, kind of cheered up a little bit. I said, that makes me so, a little bit sad. It was, it was a, it was a, it was a sad, it was a weird dream. It's very, weird. it was a weird dream to have. Uh, I just, first of like, all, we were old friends, you know, <laughs> like we'd known each other for years. <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, I actually do consider Rod Williams an old friend. He's literally been with me since I was born. That's fair. I did also enjoy that he just was the hairiest man of all time. That man's forearms looked like a goddamn gorilla. That is true. A lot of coarse hair up in there. I hear people talking. Get out of my studio. (laughs) Bob the meatloaf. But yeah, Robin Williams, big time movie boy. Glad we talked about Robin Williams. R.I.P. to a real one. Yep. I will watch Hook. I will give, I will review Hook on Tuesday's podcast. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Probably really meanly too, because I'm going to hate it. (laughs) I'm just going to slander it right to your face (laughs) through Zoom. (laughs) I I bet, I bet, um, like watching it now, um, you'll probably, um, you won't have the same feelings as like the rest of us do from like when you watch when we were younger. Yeah. But I bet you, I bet maybe just out of spite, you'll come back and be like, yeah, it was fucking trash. It sucked. But I bet part of you will be actually be like, you know what? It was actually a pretty good movie. Sorry. I'll give, I'll give my honest review. I don't do things out of spite that much. Do <laughs> <laughs> roughly 90% of my life is based on spite. Uh, but yeah, that I will I will review it. I'll give my honest review. People come here for movie reviews of movies that came out when we were three years old. So, it kind of a thing as a late. So, <laughs> well, goddamn it, just bring sports back. Speaking of that, <clears throat> segue. Um, I did see that the NBA is looking to resume July thirtieth with Hell a yeah. double uh, double header. Um, the Jazz versus the Pelicans, and then the Lakers and Clippers. So essentially, Clips. they're like, we need to bring back the NBA. We need to bring it back. Uh, you know, we're going to have Zion right away, and we're going to have LeBron yeah. right away. A doubleheader. Yeah, it's. I am fucking stoked. I just, uh, when I was waiting, when we were both purging our demons, I was scrolling through Twitter, and I saw, like, the schedule and stuff, and I was like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. We might become a huge NBA podcast. <laughs> yeah, month away. Does not surprise me. Yeah, that's also when I saw July 30th, I was like, that's forever away. Mm-hmm. It's not even July 4th yet. I haven't even celebrated America's independence. Mm-hmm. Against those limey British bastards. Shannon! <laughs> but uh, I had uh, I had some I had something cool happen to me today. I... Uh, I got released early from work. It was like 2.30. My boss was just like, yo, if you want to go home, you can. I was just like, deuces. And I fucking ran out of there. It was awesome. I got stuff done. It was sick. 
which made me think about, you know, what an all time great feeling was being in like middle school or elementary school and getting to leave school early. Mm. Like such a good feeling like that. I, I wish I could bottle that. Cause that was, there was nothing better just being like, what's that? You guys got to go till three in the afternoon. Yeah. My mom's picking me up at 11. I'm going to the dentist. <laughs> See you motherfuckers tomorrow. And you're like, just as like a six year old that opens up your whole day. I like that, or you'd find out that we, we would have, like, a oh, there would be, like, Veterans Day or, or something would be going on, and so we'd all have, like, an assembly, and there would be, like, a presentation, and we'd have to, like, go to the armory and, like, sit there and watch, but you get out of class, and then you, because of that, then you'd have, like, I can't remember what they, what they called it, not elevated, but, like, uh, accelerated? Ex- accelerated, yeah, like, accelerated periods where you'd, yeah. you'd, like, you'd run around to five periods, but it was like 15 minutes at a time. Yeah, so you'd like, essentially just show up so they could give you homework, which that part fucking sucked. Uh, but that was a, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Did you guys do like in fourth grade, did your teacher get really into the Iditarod? Uh, uh, what, what was the name of the famous guy that did the Iditarod? Um, Balto? No, <laughs> no, like the guy that won the Iditarod, um, yeah, did did he, did he come to your school? I don't think that he did, but uh, one of my buddies, Jordan Polsher, is like related to him. Really? So, yeah. That's I. I don't know if the I don't know if the guy who won the Iditarod, or if it was just a guy who participated in it, but like he came, and like we got out of class and like had to go to an assembly with him. We were in like fourth grade. We learned all about the fucking Iditarod, which is just such like a bizarre thing to focus on. They're like, no, they race dogs on sleds. It's like, sick. <laughs> Teach me how to read, please. <laughs> I'm 17 years old in fourth grade. I don't know how to do times tables. Yeah, he might have came and talked to us. Maybe that's, uh, for some reason, that's escaping me. But yeah, I'm thinking maybe we got the same thing. He, I'm assuming he probably came back and went on like a little, a little elementary school circuit. Yeah. <laughs> and tell these kids about racing in the cold is shitty. My dogs are cool. It's like, yeah, dogs are cool. Yeah, Bal- Balto was a good movie too. How do you spell Iditarod? I did. I I I I D O. R O D. I did. I did a rod. I did a rod. I did a rod. I did. I did a rod. I did a rod. I feel like. The same time that, like, in fourth grade when we had to learn about the Iditarod, we also had to read the book Hatchet by Gary Paulson. I feel like those Ver- two went hand. Vern Halter. Yeah, um, I've heard that so name. That's why. Vern Halter, because uh, he was born in South Dakota. So that's why. Because Vern Halter was a South Dakota native. Um, so, yeah, then when he came back. Uh, yeah. Uh, Weird. That's fucking nuts. How the hell did he learn to fucking race sled dogs in South Dakota? Mm-hmm. What a fucking bizarre hobby. What a nerd. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. It's like related to my buddy Jordan Polcher, I'm pretty sure. So Crazy. Small Shout world. Out Shout out. Let us interview your uncle on the podcast or however he's related to you. Yeah. yeah. I have many questions about the Iditarod. 
Such as, why do you do it? Do you have to fight the Eskimos? Or is that just something you do for fun? Have you ever tried seal blubber? <laughs> do you wear two pairs of gloves? <laughs> oh, duh, it's the Rockies. Isn't it Alaska? Shut up. <laughs> uh, I'm just like I'm just looking at like I was looking at my list, and for some reason, uh, in the top grossing Robin Williams movies, I have Night at the Museum, and then at number five, I tried to write Night at the Museum, but I must have been typing quick, and it's just called Night in the Nurses Two. <laughs> so, I actually made a porn. Gross parody. Yeah. So good for me. <laughs> but yeah, that. That feeling of just getting released early from something is just such a beautiful feeling. I, I, I wish I could. I remember in like middle school, like right before Thanksgiving, I think I was in seventh grade. I got out of school early so I could go to a Vikings game with like my dad and my uncles. And I just remember like being like, well, Mr. Waba, I'm out of here. And he's like, what, what are you doing? What are you talking about? And he's like, like, I'm going to that football game leaving right now. And he's like, jealous and i literally walked through like the seventh grade hallway in the madison middle school like i am king i'm leaving at 11 30 on a thursday for a sunday game look at me literally just a prince in the moment walking past all like the glasses like the other classes and be like see you nerds <laughs> have fun in school tomorrow i'm gonna be fucking 12 years old probably gonna play some cards you know what i'm saying Fuck, I felt cool. I lost you there for a second. Kind of broke up. Good. But got you back. But yeah, uh, I was going to say, I'm assuming we're getting close to wrapping up, but I was just going to say, it's crazy to think that kids, um, the kids these days, and they might a little bit, but remember how the only way that we knew that school was going to be canceled was by watching our local news and just watching the scroll at the bottom, like a scrolling marquee and like just waiting to see our school name pop up was like oh please yeah. and then like like sometimes it would like cut out like in the in the middle like right Ooh. before m and you're like god you had to like wait and like watch all the way through again <laughs> tyler did i lose you you're dead oh you're back now okay <laughs> oh I didn't, I didn't i don't know if i got your reaction to the uh uh, scrolling marquee, but but oh uh, well, that's it's weird you brought that up because literally just last night, uh, there was some severe thunderstorms in the area, and uh, Michael Michael Sullivan and I were sitting at Sporty's, a former sponsor, and they re they were having like the scrolling list of you know counties that were affected, and Michael was just like, dude, do you remember that feeling of like waiting to see if the fucking school was on there, and I mean Madison and Miller. So, like, they were close. Oh, man. That was just, like, now they, like, now that nowadays the schools, like, call you at, like, four in the morning and just, like, hey, school's canceled. Yeah, or send you an email or a, or a text that comes out to, like, all the, yeah. Like, back that in was, the day, like, you didn't know. Like, you just sat there and you just waited. Waited. Just, like, you're up earlier than a normal school day just to be, like, please, please. <laughs> and you'd just, you'd see that Madison Central closed and you'd be, like, Oh, full fucking day. Activities. 
ours was like for whatever reason like our superintendent or our our school district they were always pretty hard asses so like it would be like a like there'd be four feet of snow super blizzard snow blowing complete whiteout, and they'd be like uh miller with a hour late start it's like <laughs> god damn it god damn it then most of the time what would happen is you'd have to go in an hour late you'd show up you'd be there for two hours and then they would close school and then you'd yeah. be stuck in town because you couldn't get back home that was that was like that's just to bring it back to like that leaving school early feeling being at school and the weather gets shitty and then they're like fuck it we're sending you home oh my god dude talk about rioting in like fifth grade classrooms you got kids who are just like let's fucking go we're leaving at noon it's like this is the best day ever or you're sitting you're sitting there and they, they haven't let it out yet but you're just like looking outside and you're like hey so, you, you, you see that there's there's snow out there Do you, so are we going to keep talking maybe, about borophil or are we going to fucking maybe we have them out of here uh my favorite was uh they like i only lived like a block away from our elementary school so i always just walked to school and it was always one of those things where it's just like well it's blizzarding out uh they would always make you know it's like how, how are you getting home oh my parents are coming to get me oh uh my grandma's coming to get me mine was always like yeah i'm gonna walk home <laughs> it was just like doesn't seem safe it's just like trust me i'll be fine see i couldn't do that because i i live in Reheights, which is like 12 12 miles away from miller so most you of the time you'd be... <laughs> yeah i could <laughs> i was pretty pudgy back then i wasn't walking that far not my snow boots I was gonna say that was the best. Having to put your snow pants on, getting all oh, gloved yeah. up, being like, "Hell yeah, dude!" Uh, in in high school, I want to think. I want to say I was a junior, and it was uh, it was blizzarding outside, and me and uh, me and the pal literally just walked around going noon thirty, just trying to get the teachers to let us go. And finally, they were just like, "Holy shit, just leave!" <laughs> and they're like, "Fine, we're fucking letting everyone go at twelve thirty. And it was like, "I did this." And uh, the, in Madison, the high school and the middle school are connected. And my sister was in middle school. And so she was just going to ride home with me. But the high school got out at 1230 and the middle school wasn't getting out to like one. And I literally just walked over to the middle school. I was like, yes, I'm taking, taking Samantha. <laughs> They're like, she doesn't get out till one. I was like, oh, I'm leaving now. So it's really, uh, really not my problem. <laughs> and they were just like, fuck, he's got a point. And that was, it was awesome. Cause I remember doing that and we left and I, I drove a Mustang and uh real, real drive vehicles in South Dakota winters don't do great. But it was one of those where I was so excited just driving home sideways and my sister just ah, like fun. And I'm just like, yeah, look at me drift. I'm sick. Yeah. Real, real drive vehicles are tough. Even sometimes on pavement. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that statute of limitations always has to be up soon. We can probably start talking about that sometime soon. <laughs> Maybe three or four more years. <laughs> I have to check with my lawyers. Yeah. It's like they should never talk about that. But uh, uh, I got one more thing I want to talk about, just because see? it's it's kind of happening now. Mm -hmm. uh, Jay Cutler is my new best friend he is now the the former bears quarterback jay cutler or the bodybuilder jay cutler that accidentally pops up in your feed when you search for jay cutler uh weird because <laughs> i definitely did that and but yes the former quarterback jay cutler okay. he is 
I know we've talked about him, like his attitude, which is just flawless. But uh, he jo- must have just joined Instagram, and he joined because his his chickens were getting murdered, and he couldn't figure out why. And Jay Cutler is fucking hilarious. Like he was filming these chickens, talking about like how he can't figure out. He's like, "There's a chicken serial killer on the loose," and he's like, "Suspect number one." He just like zoomed in on his like cat, house cat, and he was just like, "I think it's like like the name's cat is like." Tiffany or something and he was like suspect number one she's kind of kind of mean and she's got loose morals <laughs> he just kept saying and he's been updating it constantly like he's like he's like up in like a tree house and he's got like game cameras set up and he's like putting out bait trying to figure out what the fuck is killing his chickens and then uh he was like I gotta call my chicken guy my chicken guy's gonna drop off some more chickens and then like the next one he was just like probably a terrible idea just getting more chickens if i can't figure out what's killing them and then <laughs> and then he got like a couple roosters and he's like he's like this is the alpha rooster <laughs> he will be he will be in charge he's got real crazy eyes and he's like i got another rooster too he's the sidekick i don't i don't know what he's up to yet and it's just fucking hilarious so to all the listeners i recommend you follow jay cutler on instagram he is fucking hilarious and he's a goddamn man rocket his his hair is perfect. Like I would, I would sacrifice thirty years off the end of my life for that hair right now. Yeah, yeah, he's got a good head of lettuce. I uh, obviously am envious of uh, anybody that has good hair. So, yeah, very true, very true. But I think that uh, that wraps up episode twenty six. All right, hot, hot, hot. Uh, Tuesday's podcast review of Hook. I got that written down, and uh, I'm sure we'll find something cool to talk about. I will give a uh, I'll give the breakdown of the slip and slide party I'm going to tomorrow. There'll be plenty right. of teams. I'll I'll give a I'll give a scouting report, update the lo- local the listeners, some of whom will be there. Maybe I'll do some in- I'll do some interviews, record them on my phone. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like wow, you really fell down there on the slip and tip portion right there. What happened? <laughs> I threw up in my mouth. Ah, classic. <laughs> Episode 26, though. Good to go. Hugs and kisses on my cats and kittens. XOXO. Catch you guys later. See ya. Bye. Bye.